Well, welcome to the GNC Show. I'm your host, Justin Gwynn, along with my co-host, Joe Cooper. How's it going, Justin? Oh, it's going. Another day in paradise, right? That's right. Well, I mean, not yet, but we're getting there. Right, right. <laughs> Some cool weather, finally. Finally. Broke a little bit. There's a little bit of a little, pretty hot, so yeah. Well, I mean, here we are. What is it? October 3rd now? And yep. it was 90 yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> That's not not very often that No, happens. I mean, we have, you know, spells, but we didn't hardly cool down any. Mm-hmm. Had a little bit of cool down there, what, second, third week of September, and then it might have been a little bit earlier than that, and then just turned off hot. Yeah, we... No, it was it was the uh, August, because mm-hmm. it was the first football game. That's when it was. It was oh, cool. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Three or four days, it was cool right there, and we thought, well, you know, fall's hitting early, and then bam, we was hot again. Hot again. For another. When you're still wearing shorts and t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Six uh, weeks. Yeah. Uh, Friday night football games. There's something wrong. Right. Yeah. Opening night. Uh, the girls were in hoodies. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that tells you something because they start early nowadays. Yeah. And then last Friday we were in shorts and t-shirts. Oh, uh-huh. it was, it was almost hot. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad the sun went down. But. That's right. Well, um, how's life going? It's going pretty. It's going. It's going. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hear that. We've, we've. You know, we was on such a spell, yeah. <laughs> and then we missed a couple of weeks. Yeah, that's right. That's but, okay. I mean, yeah, get busy, I guess. I know that's no excuse, but we yeah. should like to use it a lot. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the number one excuse for human beings. If it doesn't fit into our time, 24-hour day, then we're too busy. Right. I was... I was being a baby about being sore and thinking I was sick and then selling chickens. I skipped out on you that one week, and then I don't even know what happened last week. You was busy, yeah. and then we thought we'd get around to doing it next day or two, and we just didn't do it. It's something we made a shirt instead. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I don't really. I re- I remember that conversation because I remember we were talking about skipping out on the girls on Saturday. Uh-huh. Yeah, but uh, I think we got sidetracked. Yeah, um, Saturday just kind of disappeared on me before I knew it. Yeah, I remember you, you know. saying that you had been, you went out to mow and it felt like it hadn't been very long. But right, it been, been five hours, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, hey, yards mowed. I wish it was like that for me. I'm out to push mowing. Well, hill. see, I, I got a little bit easier. You know, I'm sitting on a zero turn, <laughs> just kind of moving some levers, you know, sipping on yeah. some tea. I'm pushing on a push mower on a, that's not a 90 degree power, grade. A 90 degree grade. <laughs> <laughs> that's leg day. Remember that. Well. I prefer my leg days versus yours. I would not want to do that. But, um, you know, we've been we've been talking, trying to figure out what exactly we wanted to talk about, and uh, uh, taking the kids to the the corn maze. Yeah, I uh, I thought it was good when uh, um, what's the speaker's name? Or I forget now. But yeah, Donnie he, Spears. That's right. He he's usually talks. Yep. And uh, he talked about uh, who you are mm-hmm. as a person. And we had been kind of leaning towards, you know, talking about your why again. Yeah. And then I was kind of thinking, you know, maybe we should just go in a little bit more depth on, you know, who we are as a as a person. That had kind of been uh, ding-donging me in the back of the head ever since we watched the, the movie. Overcoming, And yeah. they, he really broke down, you know, yeah. who, who are you? And so then to hear that, I thought, all right, now we got something to talk about. And then we didn't get around to doing it. <laughs> And to be honest, I was, I almost forgot about today too until you, you text me. Sure. It's like, oh yeah, <laughs> we it do is that, Thursday. don't we? <laughs> uh huh. It's I don't. Everything's 
just seems like it's going. We're, we're at a verge right now, so my routine's a little bit off and sure. trying to get a new routine going. And with everything, uh, Casey started her her new job now, and so she's at home, mm-hmm. but she's working. And so that's that's good, but different. And uh, I almost forgot to pick up Remy at school yesterday. <laughs> uh, I've done it a few times, but normally she's the one who's sure. picked her up and at, I think got to pick her up at 11. And so uh, it was kind of kind of funny thing. Uh, I was just doing some different odds and ends, uh, helping Dad get the tractor going. We we got to pull his bellers, but uh, it was uh, leaking hydro uh, steering fluid, and so uh, we just moved out of the way and hooked the John Deere up to, it and got him going. And everything was there. The chicken house didn't need to be there, so uh, I was going to take the the Gator grin over to the house and spray a little bit. And so I hopped in that thing. It's a little bit of a drive over to my house on, in that. Yeah. Um, didn't think anything about it. Here I am just spraying the fence row, you know, nonchalant everything. And phone starts ringing. I thought, who's calling me, you know? Well, it's Casey. That's odd. Why is she calling me? Call me. Hey, are you picking up Remy? Huh. Nope. <laughs> I'd forgot all about it. She's like, well, they don't come out till about 11.20 and it's 11.05. Where are you? I said, well, I happen to be in our driveway right now, so if you meet me outside with the keys, I will go get her. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, at least I was close and I wasn't, you know, Timbuktu trying to That's get true. in a vehicle that had a car seat where I could go yeah. get her. But that, that would be, uh, yeah, I've been there. Not, maybe not that bad, but I've been at home waiting to go get the kids. And Well, Mondays don't have to, no school. Yeah. Tuesday, my mom does. Wednesday was my first day. <laughs> You can't, you can't expect a man to know what's going on. Well, I, I set alarm on my phone after that, but uh, for 10.45, so maybe I won't forget from now on, but we'll see. <laughs> well, yeah, whenever Tempest was a stay-at-home mom and stuff, she'd have an alarm to pick up the girls mm-hmm. from preschool or whatever, and it would go off around 10.45 because about the same thing, right. pick them up at 11 or something. And... uh always used to laugh at her. I'm like, you needed an alarm to remind yourself. Well, if I fall asleep or something, I go, well, I guess, but good grief. Right. <laughs> but I've been there. Mm-hmm. I've been messing around outside or whatever and mowing the yard or, you know, in the afternoon. And it's like, okay, I have X amount of time to get this done before I have to get in the car and go get them and completely forget, you right. know, looking like, oh, snap, I got to mm-hmm. go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I thought. Uh-oh. But, you know, it's... It was all right. I told her, I said, Daddy almost forgot you. She thought it was funny. But Luckily, she's like, I'm not used to you picking me up either, so it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's good whenever they can forgive you. Right. Oh, well, you know, I'm not used to seeing She might not so. have if she was the only one there who hadn't got picked up. That might have been a different story. Yeah. I was late to picking up Maddox. Usually I was there pretty early to pick him up, but uh, I was late one day, later than normal. And apparently everybody else had been super early that day. So I get there, and he's sitting out in the hallway just moping around me. Yeah. And I went and signed him out, and he comes over to me and goes, why was I the last one here? I was like, oh, I... Someone's got to be the last one every right. time, dude. Be, this time was you. <laughs> you were late picking me. I know, and I apologize. Right. Well, how many times have you made us late because you wouldn't put your shoes on? Exactly. <laughs> now you know how it feels. Can't get to do anything on time with four children who don't want to get dressed in the morning. Exactly, yeah. But, I mean, 
you know, just different routines and trying to get everything going how you should. But, I mean, I don't, it's not bad. I mean, it's just run down there and picking her up, but yeah. it takes forever. <laughs> you know, a, it was noon before I got back to doing anything. Yeah. It's like, oh, good grief. You're <laughs> yeah. fi- I'm five minutes from the school. And all you got to do is drop her off at the babysitter that's, you know, on the way to back to my house. Yeah. It takes me a freaking hour. <laughs> I pick up the kids from school every day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, school dismisses at 3 or 3.15 or whatever. But uh, the line to pick up the kids. Yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah. It's like, what, maybe three blocks long and wraps wow. around and... So I always get there late because mm-hmm. Kaya is one of the late ones out. She's in middle school, so right. they let out a little later than everybody else. And uh, so I'll be at the back of the line. I'll leave my house between two fifty-five and three o'clock because it doesn't matter. You know, mm-hmm. the line. Excuse me. The line's gonna be long, and I have to wait for her anyway. So I'll get there late, and it'll be. Well, it's only like a probably a five minute drive for me too. It's not that far from mm-hmm. my house to the school, so I'll get there and sit in line from three o'clock or three o five. You know, mosey through this line that takes twenty to twenty five minutes to get through. By the time I get home, it's three forty five. It's like good grief. Right. <laughs> well, right now we're lucky just because there's a, that one preschool class. Yeah. So there's not a whole lot. Right. That's showing up. You know, pick up however many. Sure. You know, small class and everything. But I can literally leave the gym in Neo Show, mm-hmm. drive down there, get him from the babysitter, and get home faster than I'm able to pick her up from preschool, drop her off at the babysitter, and then get back home. <laughs> Explain that one to me. <laughs> the, the first day she asked me, because um, I was coming through Stella, yeah, and she's like, can you pick her up? And I'm looking at the clock. It's about 10.52. I thought, Sure. Um, had some lawnmowers in the back of the truck. I was going to drop off at the farm and it's like, well, I could swing by up there and drop them off, but I'll probably be late. So I'll just, you know, sit down here and wait a few minutes. Pick her up. Yeah. 1125. <laughs> I sat there for 33 minutes before she ever even came out. Really? You know, it's just like, ah. <laughs> so you don't have to go in and get them. They bring them out to you. They can, but. Oh, yeah. I mean, I go in just so she knows I'm there, sure. kind of thing. Otherwise, the teacher has to walk out with them. But I mean, there's some that do that. Grandparents or someone's picking them up. But I, I usually go in. Yeah, I know when we were up here, it was you went in and signed them out, so right. the teachers could keep right. an eye on who it is right. and whatnot. So. Gotcha. But yeah, I'm. Hopefully, I don't have to sit through a 25 minute line like you have to do every day. It's funny because they give you these. Well, it's nice. They give you these little like card. It's an mm-hmm. eight by eleven sheet of paper, but it has their name and their grade on it, and you just stick it up on your dash whenever you're driving up, so you don't have to be like, "I'm here for such right. and such and such and such." And uh, well, last year when it was Nova in kindergarten, uh, I just had the one for, and they said, "Oh, well, you only need one if you have older kids. They'll just." migrate to her okay well, this year I have two because Nova's in first grade Maddox is in kindergarten it's like 
better off with the one car right yeah exactly <laughs> but you know i'm sticking both up there and you know it doesn't take long for the people who run you know they radio in because they put them in, a, in the cafeteria until they're able to leave and they'll radio them in as you come up but it's like i you know whenever tempest and i had maddox we thought that maddox was the most unique name that we've heard we'd heard we moved to Cassville and there's four kids named Maddox and there's another Maddox Cooper. So it's right. like we put Maddox Cooper in there. We need the, they need to know that he's from kindergarten. Otherwise right. I get this seventh grader who comes walking out and I'm like, no, that ain't mine. <laughs> That's like when we was trying to name her. I mean, Casey was all worried about all these other names that people had. And I said, look, my name's Justin. Yeah. I had three Justins in my kindergarten class. Yeah. Okay. There was like six of us that I knew and, you know, kindergarten, first and second grade. There's tons of them. I said, it doesn't matter. Okay, okay. Well, we settled on Remy. I don't know any other. I know a Remington. He was yeah. my age from Lamar. But uh, we get uh, there for back to school night. Bring her in. She has a Remington in her class. No What kidding. are the chances of a Remy and a Remington being in the same class? That's insane. That's pretty good. Especially in, you know. Triway. Well, I mean, it's the same way with Maddox. His first year of preschool, there was a Maddox in his class. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Whatever. It is what it is. Uh, yeah. Try having a name like Joe. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the most ridiculously basic name of mankind, I think. I only have three in my phone. Only three? Yeah. No, four. <laughs> <laughs> Only four on my phone. So, you're all right. Yeah. There were, just in Wheaton alone, I had myself and Joey McCullough and Joey Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. And we had, I mean, we had many, like, seen, had seen several moving throughout mm-hmm. schools or whatever. I don't remember very many in Exeter, though. I think I might have been, I might have been it. Right. I don't know how many I actually end up graduating with, but there was four in our kindergarten class. I had three in my actual class, but my whole whole class itself, there was four yeah. to begin with. But some of them moved off and changed yeah. schools yeah. and that kind of stuff. You know, Natural but, order of things. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, even now, I'm sure Justin's one of the most common names out there. You can't get any more generic than that. So worrying about... Joe! Well, <laughs> I think I know more Justins than I know Joe. <laughs> But it is uh, ridiculous. <laughs> just it's like it's a name. At least you don't have anything to make fun of you with. Slow Joe, you know. What do you know, Joe? And just in time, just in case. <laughs> okay, I didn't think about that. <laughs> you didn't hear that very often. You couldn't have all the time. And then they would drive me nuts when the teachers would be talking and they would be just going through their lesson plan. And be like, just in case. Like, you know, because I was probably not paying attention. Right. You know, your heart skip a beat because you got caught. But no, yeah. it's just middle of talking. No, it's just part of the lecture. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and but I mean, honestly, majority of my life, once I hit junior high and up, never got called Joe or got called yeah, Joe. Never got not. called Justin. Um, got called Gwen. Yeah, you know, I went by that every since I started playing yeah. football and everything. Yep. And so it was. It was a long time being out of school before I actually got used to answering to Justin. Justin. Yeah. Um, it worked great in uh, Algebra 2. We, we'd have another Justin in that class. 
teacher called Justin, I would not look up. Didn't matter. First of all, I didn't want to answer because okay. it was algebra two. Right. And second of all, probably didn't know the answer. So I mean, <laughs> no. And so uh, she she would never call me Gwen, but if she wanted me to answer something, it'd be Mr. Gwen because oh, she nice. knew I would not look up to Justin. <laughs> and I mean, I, to a point, it didn't register, but to a right. point, I didn't want to either. Yeah. Just because I never got called it. Yeah. I'm the same way whenever I started playing sports and stuff, mm-hmm. you got to start coop, you know, mm-hmm. and it got to be where that was what I would answer to and, or it would... Yeah, you could mishear that for a lot of things, but yeah, it was better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could see that. Uh, and it's more, you know, there's, like you said, there was lots of Joes, Yeah. but how many Coops or Coopers yeah. was there? Yeah. You know, and then like me, there's lots of Justins, but I was the only Gwen. Exactly. So that was easy to go with, but yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things, majority of my friends I still call by last name. You know, that's just yeah. how it was. There are times that I do that. There are people that I remember that that's all I'll call them by, and they're pretty okay with that. But, you know, kind of, I guess you ebb and flow and just move how you need to with whoever needs to be called what. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been called worse, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> different story, different podcast. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Completely different to where nobody else will hear it. <laughs> okay, off air. We're going to take this one off the script. Well, um, now that we've rambled on for a little while, yeah, filler. What uh, what have you noticed in the last couple of weeks that has kind of stood out to you or kind of changed um, your perspective on stuff? Mm. It's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I've I've kind of fiddled around and just kind of looked through things and seen how. You know, no, I mean, and we are, we knew it already, but there, you know, your, your life is, there's always somebody who has it a little worse than right. you. And, you know, no matter, you know, we, we tend to see only what's right in front of us, wherever our problems are. blinders. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, we're blind by our, blinded by our own uh, problems mm-hmm. and circumstances. So we tend to want to have a pity party for ourselves and, and wallow in our own self, uh, you know, just not having anything or not being where we are, where we need to be, where we thought we should be. You know, we don't know what God's plan is for us and we don't even know if our plans match up to his. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we tend to just kind of settle in on that negative side. And there have been some instances where I've looked around and been like, you know what, no matter what and I, I mean I'm pretty sure you tell me regularly <laughs> don't worry about it God doesn't you know the I can look it up because yeah, this we had it Sunday night to, yeah I get side eyed upstairs from Justin as uh, Paul's talking I think it was in Matthew right something like that Matthew, Matthew six twenty five and 6 therefore I tell you do not worry about your life what you'll eat or drink or about your body what you'll wear is not life more than food and the body more than clothes look at the birds of the air they do not sow or reap or store away in barns yet your heavenly father feeds them are you not much more valuable than they are yeah, I'm pretty sure you, you quote that to me monthly <laughs> it might be more than monthly at times <laughs> it probably is but you know, you forget again. 
it's real easy to pull those blinders back mm-hmm. over. You can look up every once in a while, but it's real easy to get to put those blinders back on. And just to see that there are other people who are having a little worse than you or right. maybe not as well as you and, and they're still happy go lucky or they're mm-hmm. still, you know, not worried about it because you know, they they know better. You know, we tend to forget, at least I do, I tend to forget that right. it's not always up to me to figure out what's going on. I want to. <laughs> well, I want to say there's like a study that says if you aren't hungry, have a roof over your head and have clothes on, you're like 97 per, in the 97% of the richest people in the world hmm. because of all the poverty everybody, yeah. everywhere else, you know. I mean, yeah, we might not be getting along as good as we like or right. struggling here, but also look at where we're blessed to live sure. at, you know, and the day and age that we're, we're here. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not in the middle of a jungle somewhere trying to not drink dirty water. Yeah, or even in the middle of, you know, the Sahara or right. the middle of the... Where you're wishing you had dirty water. Exactly. You know, there's always somebody out there that, you know... Again, we talk about it a lot. It just gets frustrating. Yeah, it's, it's a perspective and we're such narrow-minded creatures mm-hmm. that we focus on wanting to feel sorry for ourselves mm-hmm. and everything like that or then just taking uh, actions of others for granted yeah. or not letting know that they're appreciated for what they do and different things like that when you know if they wasn't there doing it for you you would definitely notice oh absolutely I've noticed I mean we were talking about uh, in Sunday school Sunday uh, not realizing what you have until you don't have it anymore right you know, taking advantage of the things that you do have and, you know, and it's silly, but we lost the, our washing machine went mm-hmm. out. So, and I told you, if you want to work on your grip strength, come help me do one. Bring out towels. <laughs> but, you know, it's in a house full of six people without a washing machine. Oh, yeah. Good night. We had to do Whatever you wore that day has to get washed that night because if I let clothes get piled oh, up, yeah. it's ridiculous, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just, you definitely don't know how well it is until you don't have it. And, right. You know, it wasn't very long after that. Like, I had, we doing laundry, and the kids love it now because they get to play in the tub. Mm-hmm. So, then, you know, they get in there and they'll kick the clothes around and roll around or whatever. And, you know, so they love it. They love laundry nights now. They're asking mm-hmm. to do laundry for now. Right. But, uh, you know, I had Kaya go put the clothes that were in the tub, because that's where I'm doing the laundry, put them into the dryer, and somehow the knob on the dryer messed up. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Please. <laughs> I don't have a clothesline, you know. I don't have any of that stuff. So what do I do now? But we, I was able to... I don't know, maybe possibly make the dryer last a little bit longer, but it's Take one of those Take a knob off and get you a pair of pliers. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> it's not necessarily that the knob doesn't work. It's doesn't The arrow doesn't match up to where right. the things are on mm-hmm. the, where it's supposed so to be. So you're guessing? Tight. Yeah, so it's like, well, I don't know if this is going to go for 90 minutes or if it's going to go for 30 seconds. I have right. no idea what's going to happen right now. Right. So you push the button and you stand there for a minute and you're like, okay, you've got a minute and you can walk out and be and be the dryer right. go off in five and you're like, no, I need more time. <laughs> well, my, mine broke up, broke off uh, several years ago. 
Uh, and uh, it just happened to be whether it was cold, mm-hmm. warm, or hot. So I had three three <laughs> notches, and I figured out, you know, how to. And I just left the pliers on there. <laughs> you grab that knob, and you just twist That's it right. how you want it. That's right. But and I wish I would have been in there whenever she broke the knob, right. so that I would know exactly. Because I, you know, whenever I did laundry, I knew where the, how it worked and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid that she pulled the knob out like you would with the washer, you know, right. to take mm-hmm. it on with the dryer. All you got to do is push it in. So I was afraid that she tried to pull it out, and that's what caused it to right. kind of dislocate, mm-hmm. I guess. But yeah, that's been so. Nova was cleaning yesterday, and she's like, Dad, I have these dirty clothes up here. What do you want me to do with them? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Burn them. <laughs> Pretty much. Everybody's going to be like, why do you wear the same clothes every day? Because that's what's clean. Right. We come home, we wash this, and this is what we wear. Mm-hmm. You know, and honestly, there are people out there that would be okay oh, yeah. with that. But I know that in our society, we mm-hmm. don't make it that way. You yeah. have to have this. Or you have to, Especially and, kids going to school. Yeah. And kids are mean. Oh, I yeah. Mean, nothing has changed. Kids no. have always been mean, but it just... It's, how they are. Kids are mean. I think the kids we've raised are softer now you, because of how we have raised them. Well, because of the way that we are, the things that we went through. I mean, right. you, know, you know, I remember growing up and being like, well, I'm never going to let my, make my kids do this or I'm right. never going to have my kids go through this. Mm-hmm. And that's always what I think any other parent does is they want a better life for the kid that they raised, mm-hmm. a better life that they, than they had as a kid. And... I think some people have taken that to a great extreme because I think once once you get to a certain age as an adult, you realize all those things that you did as a kid were for your benefit. Right. And I think somewhere along the line, these people that have children now that are wussifying mm-hmm. society, they never got, they haven't got to that point yet where mm-hmm. the, everything that they learned as a kid taught them responsibility. Right. And now they're just, they're making it more difficult for us mm-hmm. to raise kids because mm-hmm. I can well, case in point, eh, maybe. So in New York City, they passed a law yesterday that if you use the term illegal alien in New York City in a hateful or uh, with malice intent, you can be fined up to $250,000. Now... Obviously, I think the Supreme Court will probably overrule it and be like that. You can't. That's against the First Amendment, right? You know? But uh, no, you have made it so bad that we can't even speak. Now you're trying to take our rights away. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been trying with other things, right, and stuff. But I mean, once they start to take that stuff away, it's a real yeah. We're bad shape, right? And you know, I mean, it's. It's just saying what you are. If someone is here illegally, then they're here illegally. And the term is an illegal alien. Yeah. Because I remember being... Well, uh, they said, or we, one I saw somebody tweeted out there like, well, I, I would prefer undo- undocumented Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And I apologize to anybody out there that's a Democrat and listens to our show. I just, just thought that was funny. <laughs> Yeah, wussification of America. Anyway, exactly. um, you know, uh, I, w- I don't know how old I was, but when the little Cuban boy washed up on the shore of Florida, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, 
it just blew my mind because they was calling him an illegal alien, yeah. you know. Clinton was president at the time, and he was calling him an illegal alien, you know. What they do, they shipped him back. Yeah. But as a kid, I was like, there's aliens? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know there was aliens, <laughs> you know. But, I mean, that just shows you from... I don't know when that happened. Was, uh, Clinton, Clinton was, was president. president between like late middle nineties, mm-hmm. and so in uh, you know twelve, thirteen years, now we can't even call someone an illegal yeah, alien. Can't call anybody anything anymore. Anything you really can't. Hmm. I mean, you can't. Yeah. You. I mean, we're going through the. You can't call them what they are. Mm-hmm. You know, I you know there are people out there that would get offended if I went up to them and said, "Nice to meet you, sir." And then, Don't call me right. sir. Right. You know, or I can't call him boy, or I can't call right. him what they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know. I I think we've gotten we've gotten it so good as a country. Sure. We no longer have to worry about anything else. So now we have all these made up things for us to worry about. Um, back in the day when you had to get food, you had to get water, you had to get wood, mm-hmm. and if you weren't watching the wild, that saber-toothed tiger might jump over and eat you. <laughs> you know, there was none of these problems. Yeah. You know, when we actually had to work and you actually had to do something to preoccupy your mind, yeah. there yeah. wasn't this. Yeah. Now, we don't have to worry about food. Nope. We don't have to worry about shelter. We don't have to worry about water. Nope. We don't have to uh, worry about being attacked. Nope. So, I mean, to a point, yes, but I mean, that, that imminent threat of the wild or, you know, someone coming over and getting you, um, it's not there. Yeah. You know, we're sitting here talking on to a couple of microphones and posting it everywhere. Exactly. You know, can, can you imagine how much of a waste of that time this would have been a hundred years ago? People, I mean, I can't. You can only imagine because of when the radio came around, you know, yeah, it was a good job and people got to be able to understand, yeah, it was a faster way to communicate. end of America. (laughs) News media got a hold of everything. Exactly. I mean, but uh, you can can only imagine the people Mm -hmm. that are out there, you know, that were working hard and the, you know, calloused hands and the sweaty brow and, you know, working to make America Mm -hmm. what it is. And you had, yeah. I mean, a guy sitting in a, probably not air-conditioned, but probably had a fan Speaking or something. Speaking of air-conditioned, it's a little warm in here. Oh, man. <laughs> but, I mean, I can only imagine, because men especially, we mm-hmm. like to know that what we're doing is for something greater, mm-hmm. you know, that we're providing, you know. And uh, in that era... Like you said, you provide food, you provide shelter, you provide warmth, you provide, you know, you had a big responsibility to take mm-hmm. care of yourself and your family. So I can only imagine, it would be one of those things where it's like, well, he's a big old, he doesn't, man, you know, Nancy, he doesn't want to do anything. He wants to mm-hmm. sit in there and not get, you know, hey, not sweat. I'll let you know, I appreciate a good air conditioning as much as anybody, <laughs> right. but I mean, I can suffer a little bit. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's what everyone needs in life. You need to be uncomfortable. Yeah. At some point or another. Um, I've heard it more often, you know, the weather's fixing the change sure. on us. Well, um, maybe go outside without a coat on. Yeah. You're getting in a car that's heated most likely. Yeah. You know, and even if you aren't, you're not going to freeze. It's, not gonna kill it's 50 you. degrees outside. Yeah. You know, 
Um, and there's been studies where getting hot or getting cold actually activates things in our system that helps keep you healthier because exactly. that's what we were designed to do, deal with it. Exactly. And we've just taken so much. Like me and you, we're sitting in these chairs right now. Probably the worst invention we ever made as a human was a chair <laughs> because now we sit and we have all Constantly. these back problems. We have all these other problems when if we weren't sitting, whether you had to sit, you know, Indian style on the floor or mm-hmm. lean up against something or stand, you know, now we have these chairs that we sit in and everybody's got lower back problems. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got knee problems because we've made these chairs where they're not low. Right. So you don't have to get so well. Then your knees don't work because your knees don't bend like they should. Mm-hmm. You know, we just we've gotten so soft; it's not even funny. Yep, make it to where we're so comfortable that we don't have to do anything, mm-hmm. like you said, to get up and move or get up and do something or constantly. I mean, not maybe not constantly, but enough to where you know that's why we're so overweight and mm-hmm. obese, and we can't you know. The, the best thing anyone can do to try to, you know, get healthier, lose some weight and everything is after they eat, go for a 10 minute walk. Yeah. Because people don't walk anymore. No. You know? So, I mean, even if you just, you know, stood up for 10 minutes after you ate, it's a start. Yeah. I mean, we, we raise those chickens, you know, and what's the object to grow them, you know, and get them out. Well, um, we run our feeders a little bit lower than most people do because we always kind of figured well if we want them to grow would you rather sit to eat or stand to eat <laughs> i personally would rather sit that right. might not be better for me but i'm not going to be burning the calories to right. stand to eat so i'm going to sit so if the chickens can sit and eat we call that good exactly you know i mean same thing same concept exactly but you know we're not being processed in five weeks <laughs> We got a lot longer to deal with, you know, our consequences of uh, our actions. Sure. And every action we have has a has a consequence to it, exactly. you know, whether that's good or bad. Mm-hmm. And we just, oh, this. I think too many people think of consequences always being bad. Right. They don't ever think about the, you know, being a good consequence. You hear the word, if you, you know, you're going to get in trouble. You hear that word, there are consequences to be had. Well, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the thing is, this hasn't happened overnight. No. It's steadily happened over the years. Yeah. Probably the last, I don't know, 60, 70 mm-hmm. years it has probably yeah. crept in harder. But... How much of it, um, and I don't mean to interrupt, but I mean how much of it, again, of us not moving as much, the invention of the automobile. That too. I mean, we, we have gotten smarter as a people, so we've made jobs easier. Mm-hmm. And that has led to our downfall pretty yeah. much i mean we don't plow the with a horse and Mm-mm. plow or an ox and plow anymore nope. we get out there with a tractor and, and you do a lot a whole lot faster exactly. you know which i mean we have a lot more population right. and we it's need good. to be able to do that yeah. i'm not saying that these te- these technological advances aren't good they are good for the amount of people that we have to serve but yeah because you couldn't do it with a horse yeah i no. mean okay so Take into account that if you're going to plow with a, tra- a tractor and a plow to produce a large amount of food for eight, you know, to sell to, you know, the government or however that works, but your own garden, you could plow that with your own, mm-hmm. 
you know, your your own. your little toy belt, fifteen exactly. horsepower, you know, tiller. <laughs> yeah, get out there with a hoe and a shovel and a plow and and, and work mm-hmm. the ground. You know, it's. I think I yeah. I mean, doesn't it say that we're gonna work the ground by the sweat of our brow? I'm pretty sure that's what uh, God told us that that's part so. of our punishment. <laughs> right. I mean, and and yeah. I mean, not knocking the use of equipment or anything because no. we use it. Um, Dad bucked square bales his whole entire childhood. Grandpa bought a round baler. He was the first one in this country said that bought one. Never went back. Yeah. You know, I've only messed with square bales uh, one time for Dad. Yeah. Uh, other than that, it was on my own wanting to make a little bit of extra money, but never sure. had to. Yeah. You know, he had done so many. Nope. That round baling a whole lot easier. We're going to do that. And so... You know, the difference between our chicken house that we built in 2004 and the ones that we built in 2010, it's night and day, Yeah. you know, to make stuff easier and sure. more efficient. And I mean, we, we got to do stuff like that. Yeah. But then again, you got to have, you got to have some work, you know, yeah. I, I got the gym where I go and do artificial work just so I can be, Teamwork, you know, yeah. feel like I'm a man because there's n- not that anymore you yeah. know you're not out chopping wood with an axe yeah. you know you're out there with your uh gas powered splitter mm-hmm. that's doing all the work you're pulling the lever mm-hmm. you know and so i don't know I, but i think like you said all that has made us soft physically and now we're to the point of making ourselves soft mentally mm-hmm. and that is not good at no. all and it doesn't help that uh the people who govern our country are making it easier to be softer. You mm-hmm. know, oh, let's baby them and take care of them to where they depend on us and right. we can have our way with them. Well, everyone's so afraid to get somebody's feelings hurt. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I don't like getting my feelings hurt, but sometimes that's a wake up call. Absolutely. You know, you get slapped in the face like, hey, yeah, stupid. Yeah. Oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> but, you know, you are. No, you know, sometimes you are being stupid and you need that slap in the face to get right. you back on track. And, I mean, with the technology we have now, the kids don't get away from it, you know? No. Me and you, we we have a bad day at school. We go home. It's over with until you go back to school because there's not an iPhone in your hand. There's not the computer that you're on. You're not dealing with it constantly. Yeah. But also probably more when you were in school since you're so much older than I am. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think I was in second grade when they quit letting us fight. You know, not getting picked on and stuff like that. Like, if you... Both people got in trouble. That's when it started. I think I was in second grade when both people got started. Um, But, you know, now everyone hides behind a screen or something. Mm -hmm. There's not that threat of getting punched in the face. You know, and Tyson always said, you everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Exactly. You know, so, I mean, sometimes I think everyone needs to be hit in the mouth at least once in their life to realize that, hey... You're not fragile. You're not going to break. Yeah. Yeah, it might hurt. You might bleed. You might cry. But guess what? Life goes on and worse things are going to happen to you. Exactly. But I, and another thing that I really think we've lost the uh, like initiation into like manhood, into womanhood and different things like that. You know, back in the day you had to go and prove yourself. You know, you had to go do something and do something that was a little bit dangerous, a little bit hard. Yep. You know, now it's just like, oh hey, you're 16, here's the keys to your your car, <laughs> yeah. you know, don't don't hit anybody. Yeah, we're going to pay it's, for your insurance, we're going to pay for your right. car payment, or, you know, you don't have to have a job, we're more concerned about you finishing school, and oh yeah, I got you. Yeah. yeah. 
You know, so, I mean, that used to be like the initiation. You had to get a job so you could pay for your car, you know. So kids were getting jobs at 13, 14. So they could pay for their car when they did turn 16 yeah. so they could afford it. Now that doesn't happen because of all you, the rules. Yeah, you you can't know, you can't get a, get a job. And I don't know. I mean, farm work. And there's a lot right, of farmers right. that will hire out to there are. 12 uh-huh. to, you know, 14, 15-year-olds. But, but yeah. that's physical labor, dude. <laughs> you know, um... Our uh, football team has been not good for a while, mm-hmm. and I I could see it when I was in school, just how many kids just during the summertime they died out there at practice. Yeah. You know, I worked in the summer with dad outside all the time. You know, we had chickens, we had cows, backhoe and dump truck. You know, so I was outside in the hot anyway. But when we had time, I would wait till two or three o'clock in the afternoon. And then I'd go run a mile as hard as I could in the heat. You know what? Putting on those pads, playing football in the hot, never once bothered me. Nice. And, I mean, I never came off the field either. So all these kids who want to say, oh, we don't have enough. You know, I played. I was everything. Yeah. You know, (laughs) everything. I played every position on defense at one time or another. Mm-hmm. Um, if I wasn't running the ball, I was wide receiver, I was backup quarterback, I was the fullback, I was the running back, I played some tight end. Um, I was the uh, gunner. I was the personal protector. I was the holder for the kicks, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And that's with me, you know, leading the area and rushing. Right. You know, they might give me a playoff if I just ran a long touchdown. I didn't have to go – you know, be the gunner on the kickoff. Yeah, yeah. I still had to hold the extra point, though. Right. You know, and I was definitely back out there on defense. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, these kids want to say, you know, we don't have enough players. If you got 11 players, you got enough players. Right. And want to talk about being hot and out of shape or, you know, cramping. Come on now. I have no sympathy for them whatsoever. No. Get out there and get the job done. Yeah. Because that's what you're out there to do. Right. I mean, that's what you signed up for. Exactly. Why would you not want more playing time? Exactly. Why Get would you there. want to come off the field? I can understand needing a breather, being tired, getting the air knocked out of you. Sure. Sure. But, I mean, you played basketball. Did you ever want to come off the floor? I never got it. No. <laughs> no, I didn't ever want to come off the floor. Exactly. I enjoyed the competition and being better. I mean, that's what all the hard work was through practice and summer and everything, was a chance to play the game. I mean, you don't get to score if you're not in the game. Exactly. And that's what everyone's do in basketball. At least that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. I wasn't the best at it. I could rebound some of the tall guys but I like that part but I mean it's we're just so soft mentally it's not even funny yeah, yeah you're right and it's at this point it doesn't look like it's getting any better but yeah yeah definitely if I, I always tell my kids whatever you sign up to do that you're gonna do your best to be better at it every mm-hmm. day and like we talked about it before be 1% better than the day you were right the day before uh, last year, the all you know, Kaya and Becca and Maddox all wanted to wrestle, and I told them, I said, no matter what happens, you're finishing. Right. I don't care if you don't like it. I don't care if you hate it after mm-hmm. one practice. This cost us a lot of money right. for you to participate, so you are going to finish, mm-hmm. and I expect you to not just go out there and eh, you know half-heartedly do it. You're going to participate at 110%. You're going to do your best every time. Right. And you're not going to cry when you're on the mat. You know, if you're during a match, 
If you lose, you will not shed one single tear when you're in that ring or in mm-hmm. that mat. You can come up to the bleachers. You want to cry up there. You want to go to the bathroom and cry. You can do that. But you're not going to show anybody any weakness when you're on the mat. Right. And, I mean, <laughs> that almost came back to bite me because Maddox was wrestling and he got tied up pretty pretty good. And he wasn't going to quit. He wasn't going to get pinned. And he had his arm all twisted behind him and the kid was laying on him and he was fighting and fighting and fighting and finally the time ran out. And so he was able to readjust and he got up and kind of shook his arm and he kind of had a right. kind of a squinty face, but he wasn't crying uh-huh. and he was, he was ready to go. And the coach was like, Maddox, you okay? And he's, you know, just kind of wouldn't say anything. He was just focused on the next two minutes of his match, you know, and, so, or a minute, and he went at it again and ended up almost winning, but he ended up getting pinned and came off the mat and never cried, never cried. And he went over to Tempest, and, you know, he shook his opponent's uh-huh. hand, came off the mat and shook his coach's hands and never sent, never did anything and everything. <laughs> Got up to the bleachers and he kind of started crying. I was like, what's the matter, buddy? And he, he's like, nothing. I was like, he lost, it's no big deal. Tempest was like, no. He had his arm about pretzled around his head, twi- mm. twisted, and he's, she's like, he might be legitimately hurt. And I was like, uh, okay, maybe I, maybe I should have been like, hey, if you're right. hurt, hurt, let somebody know. But, right. you know, it is what, he's fine. <laughs> he seems fine. He's always wanting to fight me. So I don't know why. Sucker. <laughs> <laughs> is he going to do it again this year? Yes. Yes. Yeah, we have signups tonight. So. What about the other two? Kaya, no. I figured and that. Becca says she wants to. I'm going to ask her again today. Right. I think she, I mean, she's, she could be good at it. Right. If the she, attention span's there. <laughs> it's not even so much about that. It's, she gets in her own head. And right. Gets, I mean. Gotcha. She's not as bad as Kaya. Mm-hmm. Kaya lets a lot of little things defeat her and what she's trying to do. She's kind of like her dad. She doesn't do it right a hundred percent the first time. It's, well, what's, what's the point, the point in doing it? Yeah. yeah. So she's a little bit harder at getting to learn, but Becca is kind of like that. But she's a little more like, oh, I still have to learn how to do this before I can do this. Type, right. You know? And Maddox just likes to wrestle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I would I would say that's the that's the best thing for him to do right now because I mean. That's going to set him up for anything. It's going to teach him hard work. It's going to teach him how to suffer. Yeah. It's going to teach him that, you know, once you get around to these other sports, it's pretty easy. Exactly. You know, <laughs> so, I mean, he'll he'll be ready to go, especially, you know, since he likes doing that stuff and he likes the confrontation, you know, and he's he's as wide as he is tall right now, you know. he's yeah. He's got broad little shoulders for no bigger than he is, yeah. <laughs> you know. He's ready for football too. So right, I'm right. Come and knocking on your door. <laughs> That's fine. As soon as, as soon as he's ready, I'll put him through something. He might not like it to begin with, but <laughs> uh, he might like it to begin with. He, he might like do, it at the yeah. end of it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited to see what he does. Just, just because knowing him, you know, around yeah. what he what he likes to do, and you know, he's seeing not seeing him become right. his own person. And I mean, right. it's the same way with any other kid. Seeing them become their own human being, person, what they're going to be, maybe not with the rest of their life, because. You know, I'm going to be 35 years old this year and still don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. But seeing them, the potential that they have, right, 
and trying to kind of prune and grow them. Obviously, I'm not going to sit there and say, you know, sports is sports and you're going to be sports right. and play sports, you know, but to kind of guide him in a direction mm-hmm. that's going to be better for him so that he can be grow as a, as a man mm-hmm. and grow as, as a human. Right. Well, sports are good even if they don't necessarily enjoy them just oh, because it teaches them, you know, the camaraderie and leadership, leadership, yep, leadership and all that, yeah. um, work ethic, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, so that's good. But, um, even with sports, we've gotten so focused on who's going to be the next big thing in one sport that they, you know, focus it all. You know, we have all these specialty players on these teams and everything. But if you look at the top players in any of the drafts, Mm-hmm. Any of the major, they were multiple sport athletes until they got to college. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean, at that age, you will wear stuff out. Yeah. You know, you can only throw a pitch so many times yeah. or swing a bat so many times before you need to do something else. Mm-hmm. You know, go jump a little bit, go run a little bit, mm-hmm. go play soccer. You know, yep. do something that's a little bit different movement because that repetitiveness will kill you. But yep. no, we want to, we want a fall ball, we want a winter ball, we want a spring ball, we want a summer ball, mm-hmm. and then wonder why you know they're. A junior in high school, and they're having Tommy John Tommy surgery. John. Yeah, exactly. Uh, don't really know where I was going with that. <laughs> I I have a I have a buddy. He was he was a real good pitcher for us growing up. I mean, in flat flat through the ball. He got to uh, high school, and uh, high school was excited for him. I mean, big boy. Um, I'm not sure exactly how tall he is, 6'3 plus, you know, and I mean, he was throwing a 80, 80 mile an hour fastball, you know, 15, 16 year old. Yeah. And I mean, he was, he was getting there and I want to say his freshman year took him up to a tournament, pitched him too hard and he's never been the same. I mean, he went and he, he played a little bit of Juco, yeah. you know, but he had a couple surgeries done and his arm was never the same after that, you know? Yeah. And he had kind of, it might not have been his freshman year, it might have been his sophomore year, but he had... He had got where he had quit the other sports, and he was focusing on the, the baseball thing and going to all the baseball stuff, and and then they pitched him too many too many times too often, and you know that just kind of went down the down the shoot after that. It's just like, man, yeah, you, banking on one thing for your whole life, especially something that, that requires so much pressure mm-hmm. and so much intensity for one right one motion mm-hmm. that's you're bound to fail eventually maybe mm-hmm. you know there you get through a lot of your life with it but okay but you're not gonna have a very good you know end of your life type deal right you won't be in, as in enjoying what you could have had and whatnot mm-hmm. there football is another thing and I love football and I love the contact of football and I love how you know aggressive it is they've even made that soft now I know but I mean that was something I never got to play in school you know I got some flags you can come over and play if you want flag football Mm -hmm. we played flag football it was fun but I the the head injuries right those are real Mm -hmm. real things and the where you they're leading with the helmet. People getting neck injuries. What was mm-hmm. the guy from Pittsburgh? Right. I mean, uh, yeah. Shazier. Shazier, yeah. Mm-hmm. He uh, is now, I mean, he's making right. huge he's, steps. Yeah. 
I saw him catching one-handed passes the other day, and Ormos was like, wow. They didn't think he was going to walk. Right, and that's an, an inspiration. But their their life, in, what is their mental health mm-hmm. when they're... Something. When they're done, yeah. I, I hear hear a lot of that from the the podcast and stuff I listen to that they don't know what to do afterwards because that's been their yeah. been their life, you know, and and it that can be anything, you know, if something was to happen, well who are you? Yeah. You know, when you break it down, are you that football player? Yeah. Or are you something else, you know? Heaven forbid, you know, something happened and tragic and you, you lose your wife and kids or something. Well yeah. then who are you then? Yeah. You know, if that's that was your your life, which it should be a good priority, but I mean, in the end, it shouldn't be the top. No, I mean, it it technically should be God, mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. wife, mm-hmm. kids, and then job, yep. then recreation. You mm-hmm. know, all that stuff. Because if you're not right with God to begin with. The rest of your life's not going to be If you're not taking care of yourself, you're not going to be able to take care of your family. If you're not taking care of your wife, she's not going to be able to help you take care of you and the family. Right. You know, and your then kids are going to see how well you treat your right. Wife. And and you know, especially with uh, all the girls we got running around, you yeah. know, <laughs> if we can teach them how a father should treat his kids and treat his wife and everything like that then maybe they won't get in the toxic relationships or put up with someone who's treating them the way they are. And I know I joke around with Remy all the time that, you know, I'm going to break their legs and I'm going to break their daddy's legs. But she was asking me in the truck, she's like, why do you always say that? I said, because I don't want you to get with, I don't want you to have a boyfriend who's not going to be nice to you. Yeah. And so uh, I want them to, you know, be nice to you because once you get older, you'll, you'll understand that more. But uh, just know that if if they're not nice to you, um, there'll be consequences. <laughs> yeah, you know. And I said that goes for you too. You have to be nice too. This mm-hmm. this world is you know so so nonchalant with everything now. Mm-hmm. You know you can get get away when it comes to that, mm-hmm. but you can't call someone a name or yeah. you can't. Yeah. yeah sure. But just look at the dress codes now versus dress codes oh. when we went to school. You yeah. know. Or, or when prom rolls around, look at the dresses these girls are wearing. You know, it's like, does that even qualify as a dress? Right. You does know? that even qualify as tape? Right. <laughs> right. And it's just like, all, all we're, and, and, and Larry had made that statement Sunday night when he was talking, you know, of how the, uh, the how do you put it, the, the hemline or the, the skirt line just keeps getting higher and higher and higher, you know. And, I mean, what one... Yeah. Accepts the other, you know, endorses. Becca tries to get out of the house wearing shorty shorts all the time, and she's all legs anyway. Right. And it's like, girl, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it ain't happening. Yeah. And they said, well, kids, there are other girls in my class. I don't care what they're wearing. I'm yes. not their father. I've I've had that statement with Remy more than once. Well, so-and-so, so-and-so. It's like, yes. And apparently so-and-so's parents are raising so-and-so differently than I'm raising exactly. you. That's not acceptable. Right. Uh, and I don't know if she quite grasped that or not, but she hasn't asked about it again. I'm surprised, they'd be surprised at what they do pick up on. They're a thing. You're right, though. The dress code is ridiculous. Like, just the things that whenever we were in school, I don't know how it was for you, but girls couldn't 
getting away with the spaghetti straps or like, I don't even think we could wear a tank top it had to be two inches thick or so you something know because like we us guys would even get in trouble if uh, our sleeveless shirts holes were too big exactly cut you too, know cut too far down or whatever yeah the only I think we, everything had to be past finger yep fingertips and I mean that that ranged on the girl sure you know because whose arms was longer than whose but sure. I mean two of but I, I saw I saw him get sent home or make him change clothes or put a coat on or something. I've yeah. seen that, but now I mean, which I mean, I guess Kaya has told me that she hasn't been dress coded. Like I guess you get a write up or something mm-hmm. if you get dress coded at school. But like if they're wearing leggings, they have to wear a shirt that right. covers their whole bottom or whatever, mm-hmm. and that should be normal anyway. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I mean, here's the thing, you know, they, they tell you they can't wear leggings without a long enough t-shirt or a sweatshirt or whatever, but then you go to a volleyball game and what are they wearing? Right. Yeah, exactly. Even the volleyball has went to straight spandex, yeah. everything, you know, I think that started happening when I was in school, oh, but yeah. I remember watching my sisters, you know, they had shorts, shorts and a jersey on, Yeah. you know, and I mean, they're five and seven years older than me. So just in that time frame. Yeah. Um, it's, I don't know, it's... It doesn't make sense, no. but I, I don't... If that's what the girls chose, I guess, then I I, I'm, I would prefer the spandex... Be longer? Not, be longer, <laughs> and I would really prefer them not to wear... Like, I would prefer them to have shorts right. or something, but, I mean, there's just... The world is still evil. Right. There's still evil in the world, and... People will see that that don't need to see that, and and I'm not saying you know there's a lot of people that, that talk about in the rape culture that we are that the victims bring it on themselves by what they wear. And I'm I'm not I'm not saying that at all. I mean the world in general is evil, and we have the opportunity to try and keep it at bay as much as we can. And I think one of those things that we can do to prevent that is to dress more appropriately. Right. And I, I am not blaming what women wear on right. being raped at all. No. At all. I wouldn't do that. I just think that you could help better your circumstances. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I prefer you not go out alone if you're in a dark space. That's mm-hmm. a big thing. You know. Be so, able to protect yourself yeah. with something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Learn self-defense or carry it. Yeah. Carry it. Krav Maga. And, <laughs> yeah, just you know, but we don't we don't help matters when we don't have very good uh, mental health mm-hmm. in the in the country anyway. We've you know taken that out to where it's not it's it's okay to be who you are with whatever you are in whatever mental state you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but you know it is right. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand what you're saying. And, yeah, absolutely. Um, It's like anything else. Take preventative measures so you're not caught up in that situation. Yeah. And then if you are caught up in that situation, try to be able to handle yourself, yeah. you know, one way or another. Um, Because, like I said, the world's it's evil. an evil place. And I don't know if it's just because we have more access to it with everything that we have. You know, media is everywhere now. Oh, yeah. Um, and so it just seems like it's happening more, but I would say just, just with the amount of population you have, if 1% of the population 
is, you know, corrupt and evil like that enough to do that kind of things, well, you know, a hundred people, that's one person. Yeah. How many billion people are there in the world now? <laughs> Six? Uh, More? Seven. Seven? Well, what's one percent of seven billion? Yeah. Is that seven? You're asking the wrong guy. It might be seven, seven million. million it? You know, that's a lot of people. And if it's more than that, if it's 10%, you know, 700 million or whatever that would be, that's, that's getting up there. You know, that's, that's putting one, you know, almost every corner kind of thing. Yeah. And, you know, just, they want to know what's wrong with us. mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. We're just overpopulated with everything. We're oversaturated. We get too much in our face at all times. We get... You know, and then what do you subject yourself to to see? You know, being yeah, I mean, being healthy is not just what you put in your body, uh, food wise. You know, but it's hear, see, read, you know, read yeah. everything. Yeah, that's uh, one of those things I get. It's one. Of, it's a subject that uh, I just kind of I, I don't. I take a side on because uh, you know a lot of people like to blame mass shootings on video game violence or TV violence or a lot of this is my own opinion but I feel like people in general like to push the blame on anybody but themselves they don't want to take ownership for whatever they have or haven't done so whenever we have these shootings and people want to come out and say well so and so played Grand Theft Auto 3 since he was you know, six years old, so it messed up his brain. My apologies, but where were you as the parents? Right. Why did you let your six-year-old play a game that's meant for adults? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and we won't even go there. Let's say they play Modern Warfare or some Call of Duty, you know, some war game. Mm-hmm. Maybe I shouldn't be throwing video name video game names out there, but unless they want to sponsor us, it's exactly. <laughs> but I mean. Yeah, they'll want to sponsor us after I'm pushing them. They're good stuff. But, I mean, why let your seven, eight, nine-year-old kid who has no concept of what the consequences are of pulling a trigger and taking someone's life, why would you let them sit in their room hour on hours on end playing a game that that's what they do? Right. And not talk to them about it, mm-hmm. you know? If you can have a conversation, if you think that your kid is is mature enough to have that conversation and you feel like they got that concept, I feel like as long as you are being a good parent and listening and watching and helping them grow, then they shouldn't get to the point where they're going to go kill everybody. Right. I, I know plenty of, plenty of kids that have grown up, you know, playing video games and everything like that. Just fine. Yeah, but they was also taught, you know, the value of things. Well, and Life. think about where we are. They had here. guns themselves. Yeah. you know that kind of thing. It's yeah. yeah, we have guns here. Right, we hunt. Right. I mean, that's probably the biggest difference in the world is everybody in the middle of the country goes hunting. Right. Because we, we, we know what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. the people that are in the in the majority of these places that are mass shootings they don't even know where their food comes from. Exactly. Why are you going to kill a cow for? Don't you just go get your hamburger from the grocery store? I saw store? a study. I don't know how accurate it was or who was it, but they said that 
it was up from a 20-year high of how many people thought chocolate milk came from black cows. <laughs> it's like, you have got to be kidding me. I want to see say it was up there like 77% or something like that. If you can directly thought chocolate milk came from black cows. If you can get direct chocolate milk from a cow, you probably better get I'm going to be, yeah. Because that's not good stuff. Mastitis. <laughs> I mean, come on, people. Oh. I mean, I understand it. I don't, actually, I don't really understand. Don't but understand if you've never been and all you know is asphalt and concrete, then, okay, I can understand that, that you get your food from the grocery store. Mm-hmm. But there should be a little bit of concept on how that food got mm-hmm. to the grocery store into the package so you could throw it in the microwave and eat it. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, come they don't on. teach that stuff in school. Anymore. No. School's gotten so pushy on going to different Colleges, colleges and what's yeah. not. They don't actually teach you the the facts that you need to learn. You know, like why don't they teach you taxes? <laughs> why don't they teach you how to budget? Um, why don't they te- yeah. teach you that? Um, instead of just going to college, you could go to a trade. Yeah. You could be a welder. You could because be an electrician. Whether they like it or not, college isn't for everybody. Exactly. And you still it's need not. people out there to build your house, to weld your fence, to build mm-hmm. your car. These things still need to be done, and they cannot be done in a college environment. I saw a thing the other day that said the average age of an electrician right now, a certified, mm-hmm. licensed electrician, is 63. Are you serious? You know how many kids could come out of school, go get an apprenticeship with them, be licensed by the time they're 25, and then all of a sudden be making yeah. 70 plus a year? Yeah, because we're being a certified get- electrician. Yeah, what are we going to do when we don't have any electricians? <laughs> exactly. That's because they're pushing everything, you know. Go to school. Go to school. Go to right. School. Because they, I'm sure, get some kind of incentive for how well, many Well, I mean, kids. they get they all get all these uh, flooding of kids into college that can't afford it. So what do they do? They take out a federal loan. Where does that federal money, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they get into this huge amount of student debt that we are in as a country. Right. Know? And can't pay it back, and then they whine and cry, and then yeah, then they get into. And I'm a prime example. Right. I don't have a I don't have a whole lot of student debt, but I have my a fair share. Right, and I have a degree that is doing nothing because not I felt the pressure to do it from my family for one, go to college and get educated. Well, I didn't really need to go to college to be educated, but right. Then I went for something that I didn't even care about. Uh, I thought I did, you know, it had a, a small interest in my overall, what I really wanted to do. But what I really wanted to do, I was told I was never going to make any money with, mm-hmm. I was never going to be anything, I was going to fail, and I would not be a productive member of society. Right. Well, now I'm not a productive member of society, and I have four children, so. With a worthless degree on your wall. With a worthless degree, it's not even on my wall, it's oh. in my, in my uh, Trunk somewhere, locked away. Well, I I got a buddy. He uh, he did the whole general studies thing because he had no clue why he was going. Yeah. He was going to make mom and dad happy. Yeah. He went, decided what he wanted to do, and uh, left with I think just four credits to go before he got that. Made the school mad because they're like, "You only got four credits." I, said, I don't care. Went and did an apprenticeship. You know, spend his four years doing whatever he needed to do to get done. Right. He doesn't need that. No. You know, he wasted his time going. 
I think luckily, I think A plus or something paid for it. You know, so he sure. doesn't have any debt over it. Sure. But you know, now he's he's doing a trade, making a living. You know, doing yeah. that, and he's perfectly fine. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. No, nothing but wrong at all. he, he like I said, he went was doing general studies because they wanted him to go to college. Yeah. Goes back to not wanting to do physical labor. When we were talking about the kids mm-hmm. working for a farmer, nobody wants to do physical labor anymore. Nobody wants to go out there and buck hay bales or right. feed cows or take care of chickens or. I mean, they don't want to do the hard stuff. Right. I was talking. Were you and I talking about? Uh, to be successful, it takes more hard work than what we're really willing to put in anymore I think I don't know if it was me you was talking to that about or not I must have been I had a conversation oh I was talking to my friend Caleb yesterday and we were talking about what it means to be successful and uh, that nobody really understands that hard work you know uh, doing things the hard way not always the not really always the way you want to go about it but what lessons can you learn by doing it the hard way, going your own way and figuring it out for yourself. I mean, hopefully you pick up something that if somebody were to come to you and ask advice for, you would be like, all right, don't do this, right. but do this. But you can learn so much more and you can be so much more successful if you're willing to put in the work and the time to do it yourself. You know, there's not... I, don't, I think that we were talking about a, a, a mutual friend that we have and she's very, she has a successful business, but she did it all on her own. Mm-hmm. Started you know, no college or anything that I know of and it's very successful now. I mean, it's growing daily and we just have to know that we have to put in the work. Right. Sometimes, you know, um, you got to burn the ship. Yeah. You know, when the Vikings... Went over and they decided they was going to take over uh, island or mm-hmm. piece of land. They got off the ships and they turned around and burned them. Mm-hmm. There was no going back. Exactly. You know, and I've read the stories where they said, you know, you see the Vikings sailing in and you'd get nervous. But until you saw that smoke, you wasn't too awful nervous because you knew they was just going to leave. Yeah. But as soon as they burned the ships, That's you was in for it because yeah. there was no turning back. Yeah. And you... And sometimes that's just what you need to do. You need to go all in. All or nothing. Yeah. Right. Because once you have that much at stake, your why is big enough that you will jump on board and you will do whatever it takes to get done. Exactly. And, I mean, there's lots of people that have backup plans and there's nothing yeah. wrong with having a backup plan. Sure. That is a responsible thing to do. But sometimes you have to give it 100% of your effort to see if it's going to succeed or not. Right. And, I mean... Take whatever percentage of effort you need after that to go do your plan B. Mm-hmm. You know, go in 120% for your plan A because if that's what you really, really, really want in life, go do it. If, it's, if that's what is is God's telling you to do or you've, you have lined your life up with God and that's what he wants you to do, He's not going to let you fail. He'll, He'll take care you of you just like he takes care of the birds. Here we go. Here we go. We made a full circle. I don't know how we made a full circle. I don't know what we've chased in this whole conversation. We went from what's your perspective on how things have changed to 
How we're oh, we talked about how things have changed. You know, I know that much. I don't know if we got any of your perspective. Went a little bit here and there, but right. we've just kind That's of right. we went in so many directions. I don't know how this racetrack all ended up in the know. same. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I even know what the title about is. A second one, but hey, <laughs> they went. I mean, went. I, we could talk for hours on this, just sure. at how society has changed. But we're pushing the. Almost hour and fifteen minute mark, so we, we might want to wrap up before Maybe we lose we everybody's only interest. Meet every two weeks, <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. It's we got to do something, you know. I sent the sent the uh, the picture to the group about sure. you know Christian men have got to step up because yeah. we've sat, sat on the sidelines uh-huh. for too long, and. We, we have to. You have to do it in church. You have to do it in family. You have to do it in politics. you got to step outside these four walls. Like you said earlier, you have to be uncomfortable to grow mm-hmm. and to be better and to help. You know. And if we want to do anything to get our community or our country back on track, we're going to have to do it, and we're going to have to do it quick. Because yeah, yeah. we've got about 70 years of stuff going the wrong way mm-hmm. that I don't know if we have 70 years to correct it. No. I would um, I would venture to say, and I could be one of those, uh, I don't know, conspiracy theorists that thinks that the the fate of our nation could be decided in the next what eighteen months or fifteen months, however long, almost a year, because next election year is next year. But uh, yeah. Uh, I feel like no matter what happens in the next year and a half or a year and a couple months that, and I felt that way for the last, you know, since the last president. Right. (laughs) But it's, it just seems like a a more rapid decline. And so I, you're right. I don't feel like we have another 70 years. I feel we'd be lucky to have another 70 months. (laughs) Right. Right. Well, I'll just throw it out there that I did not vote for Obama. And I never once complained that he was not my president. Exactly. Or complained about anything else. Yeah, I complained about some of the stuff he did in office. Sure. sure. But he was still my president because he still he represented was the my leader country. of the U.S. Yeah. And so well, I'm just going to leave that one at that. But, <laughs> um, we have made a GNC show shirt. Yeah. Joe's the only one who has it. Yeah, one of one. Take but that. we have... The potential to make more. Yeah. And we could use that to help support the podcast. If anybody's interested. Yeah. Just let us know. Facebook. We could get you a shirt. Probably the right size, maybe, if you're lucky. <laughs> but uh, I think some hats might be in the in the works in the upcoming months, too. So, if you're interested in anything like that, just let us know. We'll make some posts about it and maybe... Put, throw up some designs or something. Yeah, throw up some ideas and you guys can vote on what you want to see or what you would like to see or give us some ideas. And Right. Or if you are a designer yourself and feel like you want to help, then throw it out there. Yeah, we're open to anything. But um, Give us a, a like on Facebook. Um, share. Share like, us. Share the Podbean, <laughs> iTunes, Google Play, Google Play, Spotify, anything and everything. Pandora, I don't know. Just Pandora I'm sure we're, we're on anything you can listen to, I believe. 
all um, your favorite listening yeah. stations. Rate and review us on iTunes, and that will uh, help people see us. Yeah. Um, prefer a five star, but I'll yeah. take any stars at this moment. Exactly. Um, we're in your ear. In your right. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're mainly on on Facebook, so uh, you can interact with us there. But uh, I guess that's it for me. That's all I got. Because I mean. I don't know which way this racetrack would ever end if we didn't stop on our own. (laughs) All right. Till next week. See ya.